Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia in our daily COVID-19 business briefing. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those of you listening uh, on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. We really appreciate you guys. Normally on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with you and thousands of others each week on iTunes, Spotify, and through our vast network of distribution with wvnews.com. Since March 19th, we've been bringing you these daily special edition broadcasts, and we're focusing specifically and intentionally around this basic question. What can West Virginia businesses do right now to navigate this current pandemic storm that we're all facing? When we first started this podcast in 2017, our goal was to inspire and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and business owners who have built their companies right here in West Virginia. Quite simply, you know, my team, myself, we want to help West Virginia businesses win. We appreciate the opportunity to tell positive, inspirational stories each week uh, that encourage people to start their businesses in the Mountain State and keep their companies here and make West Virginia stronger than ever before. Of course, you can learn more about our mission at PositivelyWV.com. And every weekday, we're going live with these business briefings to help business owners and leaders with practical ideas to use right now. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. Today, I'm honored to have on the show Steve Bulger. Steve is Regional Administrator for the Small Business Administration, Mid-Atlantic Region. Steve, thank you for being on the show today. Jim, great to be with you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to our conversation. But before we get into that, Steve, I got to ask you, how are you doing right now personally? You, your family, your loved ones? I appreciate that. Yeah, we're okay. Uh, And we're just kind of hunkered down like everybody else right now, but we're getting through it. And but I'll tell you, at the SBA, it is the absolute busiest period of time in the 67 year history of our agency. So it's it's uh, 24 seven for us right now. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Steve, uh, you know, fill us in a little bit because I I, you know, you, you cover a very large area, and I'm honored to have you as a special guest on the podcast. You've been to Morgantown. You're you're right now in the upstate New York area, hunkered down, working from home. But talk a little bit about the area, the geographic area that that Mid-Atlantic region uh, covers and what you're responsible for. Sure. So right now I'm actually covering two regions for the SBA, regions two and three. Uh, it's about seven states, uh, including Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Uh, down to Virginia and and some of the other states in the area. So uh, our job at SBA in normal times, if I use that term, is to assist uh, small businesses, startups in not only how to start and grow a business, but also to provide financing through our loan programs, our our lending programs that have been around for a long time. Uh, Normally, uh, in normal times, we do about $25 billion a year in our SBA loans. But all of that now, really, our whole startups in not only how to start. uh, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, right now, our whole focus is just responding to the COVID-19 situation with the programs that have been established by Congress 
uh, to really bring some relief to our small businesses. Yeah, absolutely. Steve, what are the, you know, obviously, you know, you're, you guys are doing incredible work right now, like you said, 24-7 operation. What are some of the, the big picture things that you're seeing right now that are, um, are the biggest uh, opportunities for, you know, small businesses that are trying to figure out what to do? What are some of the opportunities there for them? The main opportunity right now and the one we're pushing the hardest is the Paycheck Protection Program. This came out of the CARES Act that Congress and the president uh, passed uh, about a week and a half ago. And in the last, uh, really, the last week since uh, last Friday, uh, we have, SBA has approved over $150 billion in loans to over a half a million uh, small businesses through over 4,000 of our lending partners and banks, including many in West Virginia. So what we're advising small businesses to do, if they haven't already, is to contact their lender, either their bank or their credit union that they have a uh, financial relationship with and ask if they're participating in the program. And if so, put in an application for the Paycheck Protection Program so we can get some funds out to as many small businesses as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And Steve, one of the things that I'm hearing about, because obviously this went, the program went live last Friday, like you said, and, you know, immediately, you know, the questions that I heard from the people that I'm involved with here in West Virginia, my, my network was, you know, are these funds going to run out or is there going to be enough for me? So you're encouraging people that there's still opportunity out there to get their, get those applications in if they uh, so want to do that. Absolutely. Congress appropriated uh, $350 billion into the program. Right now, as I mentioned, we're a little over $150 billion has already been committed uh, in two small businesses. So we got some run left in the existing appropriation. And what we're told is uh, both uh, Congress and the president are looking to add another quarter trillion dollars, $250 billion, to the program. So we really believe uh, it's going to be fully funded for however many small businesses need to take advantage of it. Yeah, Steve, are you able to talk, you know, obviously it, it's called the, under the CARES Act, this pr- provision is called the Payroll Protection Program. Most people are calling it PPP. But under PPP, you know, is, is this is technically a loan, but there's a loan forgiveness provision. Can you explain how that's all going to work? Sure. It's it's the most important part of the whole thing and what makes it different than any other loan program we've ever done. So how it works is this. Uh, the only number that SBA really needs for this loan to be approved is what the average monthly payroll is for each small business. That includes not only salaries that you pay, but also benefits like health care or retirement or other uh, non-cash benefits Mm -hmm. that you offer. Mm -hmm. So we want the average monthly salary uh, payroll. We take that. The bank will take that information, multiply it by two and a half. So let's just use an example. Say your average monthly payroll for a small business is twenty thousand dollars. The bank would take that number, verify it with you, and then they would do the calculation of two and a half times, and the loan amount would then be $50,000, which the bank would then uh, provide to the small business. Now, from that moment that the loan is dispersed to the small business, when the funds arrive, you've got an eight-week period, an eight-week time frame to 
make sure that 75% of that money of that loan goes to payroll, that you're paying your employees, yourself as the small business owner, but it's really designed to be used to pay employees, to keep them on the payroll over the coming couple of months to just get us through this, this tough period. If the small business does that and they, they hit that number of 75% of the loan for payroll, the entire loan will be forgiven by the SBA hmm. and we will reimburse the bank 100% for the loan. Hmm. Wow. So, I mean, that that's pretty incredible. Now, you know, the, the skeptic in, my, in, in me wants to ask this question, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but, you know, are, are there going to be, you know, hey – I did all the steps that I was supposed to, and oh, I forgot to check this one box, and now the loan's not going to be forgiven. Is that the way it's going to work, or do you, you know, are you confident that this is going to be, you know, solid? Yeah, we're very confident. We're trying normally, as you know, Jim, to get a business loan. It's a it's a an involved process. You yeah. gotta have. There's a credit score check. There's collateral that has to be pledged. There's a lot of review. Uh, and understandably, because the bank or SBA, we are putting the money out and we want to make sure it's a good investment. This one, all those guardrails have been shoved aside. It's really just what is your payroll amount? We can get to a monthly average and that will be the loan. Yeah. And as long as you can then verify that you did, in fact, pay 75 percent, we will forgive the loan. And we've instructed the banks that we want everybody to get the money as soon as possible yeah. and really to be as lenient as possible in any kind of reviews here. Yeah. Uh, there is some standards, but it's a lot less than what is normally, you know, expected. Yeah. And, and you know, it's interesting is uh, I had I had a conversation with a business associate yesterday. Uh, they're a, a pretty substantial um, architecture firm. <laughs> Uh, in out of Pennsylvania, but they have a, a pretty significant presence in West Virginia, and they were talking about the fact that they applied Friday. Very, you know, as soon as the the, the gate was open, they had their application in, and Saturday morning they had money in the bank. And I was like, wow. that's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible, you know. And uh, I thought that was really amazing. And I've heard, you know, others that are in the queue and working through. And I know there's a. I can't even imagine the onslaught that you guys are dealing with at SBA and, and working through these through these uh, lending institutions around the country. It's it's pretty. Uh, it's got to be overwhelming. But but I, I appreciate your your um, answer to that question because I think that gives a lot of us reassurance that hey, there's not going to be. Well, you did everything right, but it, except for this one little thing over here. So everything is off the table. So I, I think that that's, that's really good that, you know, that we can understand, you know, as, as business owners out there that, you know, this is not, this is really truly meant to help not to be a trap. And I think that's really important for people to understand. And, uh, you know, so Steve, I want to, uh, first of all, did I get that right? Is that kind of the, the synopsis? Yeah. Of it? Okay. Uh, and I'm glad you said that. And, and I just want to reinforce what you said. Yes, the money's going to be there and we want to get it out. And we, you know, we know there are different delays going on because any kind of a program of this unbelievable magnitude that's been implemented in less than a week, there's going to be some glitches, which we're working our way sure, through. Sure. But w when we look at the raw numbers of, of loans that are just going out, it's it's tremendous. It's saving millions of jobs mm. across the country already. Yes. So I would just say to anyone, this includes both our lenders and our small businesses. 
just be patient, work through any issues that come up, work with us because it's really, we're trying to streamline it as quickly as possible and get the money out there. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I appreciate that uh, coming from you. Uh, You know, once again, our, our, Guest today uh, on the show for Positively West Virginia is Steve Bulger. He's a regional administrator for the Small Business Administration Mid Atlantic Region, and he's got a he's got a lot on his shoulders right now. And he's not helping a lot of lending institutions, businesses, and his whole team across West Virginia and his whole Mid Atlantic Region. Um, how many states was that again, Steve? Seven states. Uh, well, yeah, across the two regions, it's seven states seven and states. actually yep. three territories as well. Yeah, so. that's, that's incredible. So you got a lot on your shoulders. So, so Steve, thank you for for your uh, your you know cooperation and being on the show today. I really appreciate this. this is great information. So I want to ask, and, and you know, one of the things that I, as I was listening to all this being rolled out, you know, over the last week and and so forth, and even before that, when the CARES Act was passed, we were hearing about the payroll protection plan and uh, uh, the payroll protection program. And then EIDL, which is Economic Injury Disaster Loan uh, Emergency Advance, both of those programs were coming out, and 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 I kept thinking, you know, there's this is kind of a neat idea because as a, as, as a layperson, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I keep thinking like this makes more sense than you know having all these people going on unemployment for you know for for whatever reason because. I feel like this is going to be a short-term thing. This is not we're not going to be on this for a year. And so if we can help and none of us know, that's part of the anxiety that we're seeing right now. None of us know when this is going to get back to quote unquote normal or at least get ramped back up and the country's open back up and West Virginia's open back up. But in my humble opinion, I feel like this program it, it, it was put into place especially the PPP so that companies like mine can maintain their payroll, and then when the fog lifts and the calm waters, you know, we kind of get the ship to, to the calm waters. We're ready to go. We don't have to ramp back up. We don't lose our teams. We don't have to do all these things. We're, we're we can hit go and 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 get back to business. And I feel like that's part of the reason that that Congress put this uh, into play, as along with the SBA. Is that kind of on track with um, the right way of thinking about this? I think you're spot on, Jim. Uh, that is exactly what the goals of the Paycheck Protection Program is. Uh, it's to it's really what what the title is: page, protecting paychecks yes. till we get through. And it's a sh- very short term program till we get through this uh, shutdown period. Yeah. And of course, you 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 put your finger on the number one question: When will it end? How long will it go? So my sense is. Whatever it takes. So if this does extend longer than we hope, um, I am very confident in talking to people in Washington and many of the uh, elected representatives, including uh, the senators in West Virginia, other representatives there. We communicate with their offices a lot that whatever resources our small businesses need, Congress and the president are going to step up and deliver it for us. Yeah, we had uh, Congressman David McKinley on the show a couple of days ago, uh, right before this was passed, actually. Uh, it was the Thursday before Friday, so I guess it was last Thursday. And, and, and I said, you know, asked him, you know, how is this, you know, first of all, you know, are you going to vote for it? <laughs> he said, absolutely. And he said, you know, how how soon can this be, you know, ramped, ramped up and into place? And then will there be other provisions down the road if this is not adequate? And obviously everybody's wondering, you know, right now, you know, 
how are we going to pay for all this? But, you know, the, po- the point is we got to get through this first and then we'll figure some of the, you know, I, I do believe that, you know, America is strong. West Virginia is strong. We're tenacious in, in our business. And, and we have uh, met so many incredible business people over the years and entrepreneurs and, and that spirit that we have here. We will get through this, uh, obviously, but we need a little assistance right now because people are hurting. I, I, Steve, I, I don't know if you're seeing this around uh, your region that you're dealing with, but in West Virginia, I, I'm feeling like there's three classifications of businesses. There's one that their companies, their, their small businesses have shut down. Their, their doors are closed. The people are laid off and they're just sitting there waiting. Then there's other companies that are actually thriving right now. And I, I know I've talked to several of them that they're just like, I'm hiring people. I can't, you know, there's certain niches of businesses that are booming. And then there's a lot of us in that middle. Like we're okay right now. We're probably going to be okay in April, but What's going? You know, what's May going to look like? What's June going to look like? And I feel like there's a lot of that right now. Are you seeing that kind of thing in, in, across the seven states that you're representing as well? Absolutely, excellent description uh, of of the situation out there, and that exactly what you just said is what we are seeing uh, pretty much across the board. And what uh, what we're really hoping for is that it doesn't last, you know, beyond. Uh, into beyond May, let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, so, because this is really the, the, the paycheck protection program really is going to be funding companies through uh, the balance of April, May, and even into, even into June. Uh, the program is slated to stop at the end of June. If we have to keep it going, I'm sure Congress and the president will, will figure it out. But uh, that that's our timeline that we're looking at as well. And, um, you know, so we are we are just really focused on trying to get the money out there as quickly as possible, yeah. uh, you know, because the demand is there right now. And one thing I wanted to emphasize with the Paycheck Protection Program, it doesn't matter if you're open or not. Uh, we still want you to apply mm. for the loan through your local bank or credit union and and get that money and pay your employees. They don't have to be working. They could be sitting home uh, because the business is shut down, but they're still getting a paycheck from your small business. That's the whole design of this program. If they're working great, if they're not equally great, we don't care. We just want you to pay your employees Hmm. uh, and keep them on the payroll wherever they are right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I talked with a uh, a friend of mine who's a um, uh, he owns a dental practice in West Virginia and you know, he's, you know, they're not able to see patients right now and he was just very worried. He said, "I can't I can't go for the ED EIDL and I'm I'm definitely not eligible for the payroll protection plan because I'm, de- I'm I said you would need to look into that better because I don't know that you got the right information there. So what you're saying is is if, even if they're closed down and, and their team is not working, they should still uh, apply for that uh, PPP. Absolutely, Jim. I would I would advise every small business just I would say 99 percent of the small businesses out there will be eligible Mm -hmm. for the Paycheck Protection Program. It's really widespread. And we define small businesses as basically 500 employees or less. Right. So if you fit into that category, reach out to your lender or go to uh, the SBA website. There's a lot of information. There's an application form right there. And that's at www.sba.gov, sba.gov. And you can get a lot of information there. 
if you have an accountant or uh, any kind of financial advisor, they should be up on this. And most importantly, get with your lending institution or your banking institution, whoever you're dealing with. They they are the ones who really are on the front lines of this uh, partnering with us at SBA. Absolutely, Steve. And and as you said, it's not too late. If you you know if you missed. If you didn't apply last Friday when the gates open, you could still apply a week later and, and on to, into next week as well. So get your ducks in a row and get those applications going if, if you feel like this could help you. And I, I, I know a lot of people uh, personally who have uh, applied for the PPP, and I think it's going to help them you know, save their companies, honestly. And, and more importantly, make sure that those employees are getting paid uh, you know, over the next eight to ten weeks or so. I think that's uh, very important. Steve, what um, I, I, I got to ask you this because one of the concerns that I have, and maybe I'm the only one thinking about this, but is there anybody at the SBA, or, or, what, or, or maybe you can talk about this, is there any um, is there any plan that's being developed right now from the SBA on how to recover from this? In other words, we're in the storm now, and I, I've been using this analogy of, of the the ship in the in the stormy sea we're all in this stormy sea together we're trying to navigate trying to figure out we're all trying to get to the calm water as i've been classifying it but once we get to the calm water then what i mean are we just all going to be back to normal or is there some kind of plan like here's how you need to be looking at opening your business back up here's how you can ramp back back up here's how you need to get your revenue streams going again is there any kind of uh, focus on that right now. Anywhere that you're seeing, I hate to put you on a spot like that, but I'm, no, that's a, it's a, a great question, and I'm happy to report. Yes, uh, one of the real uh, uh, ways that SBA accomplishes its mission is with uh, our partners. We call them our resource partners, okay. and they're very strong in West Virginia. These are our, our main resource partners: are the small business development centers. The Women's Business Center, which there's going to be a new one coming uh, uh, this year to West Virginia, our SCORE chapters, uh, our SCORE volunteers, and our Veterans Business Outreach Centers. Mm. All of these organizations are partly or fully funded by SBA. We work very closely with them, and they were given uh, – Congress was very thoughtful in the CARES Act. They committed more resources to not only SBA to get through this to help small businesses, but also these other resource partners. So plans are being developed uh, right now so that when we do emerge after the shutdown and we're starting to ramp back up, that these uh, resource partners along with SBA will be fully staffed with uh, really good resources and, and mentoring and counseling on how we can advise small businesses, what they have to do next to get their businesses going again, because yeah. it's a whole different set of skills than <laughs> starting a business or trying to grow. It's like, how do I get my business even running again? Yeah. So, and I mean, I'm thinking like, you know, even things of, and I, this is stuff that was going through my head this morning, you know, am I going to have to have like some kind of a digital thermometer that can, that I can scan my team members as they're walking in the door to see if they've got a temperature, you know, I mean, how do I make sure that the building is, you know, sanitized and all those kinds of things. And and I don't have a, a real giant company, you know, we've got, uh, you know, in, in that nine to 10 employee range. 
you know, how do I make my my place safe? You know, and all those kinds of things. And I'm just wondering, like, there's there's got to be some resources out there. Maybe the SBA could be thinking about, you know, some of these safety precautions too. I, I don't know. Just a, a thought that I had. It's a it's a great thought. We will have information on that. Obviously, we depend a lot on at the federal level, of course, the CDC yeah. and, 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 and the big agencies like that. But even yeah. in West Virginia, uh, the state health department, the, at the county level, uh, the county health departments, they're all going to have a lot of information there. And we're all going to have to, you know, integrate that into our plans, right? As Absolutely. we look to open businesses, what makes sense? Uh, you know, what can we do that, is uh keeps us safe but at the same time doesn't turn people away because they don't want to have to go through some intrusive process it's going to be a little tricky and we will have uh advice on that we will be working with our health uh partners on that to make sure that that gets out one of the most fascinating things i've heard this past week was uh, a technology a a friend of mine owns a a security company and uh, they deal a lot in uh, access control and he was talking about this new device that's hitting the market like it's kind of coincidental uh, how it's hitting the market right now it's a uh, access control that you just walk up it recognizes your face and also through an infrared device takes your temperature and wow <laughs> for building control i was like whoever invented that i'm not sure what the company is but man that, that's going to be a, a, a probably a giant hit and probably a new way of doing things you know i mean i don't know how all this is going to shake out but uh you know I, I do think that um and that's something i want to ask you about uh, one of the things that i keep thinking about is the fact that this situation that we're in is going to uh it's either going to sink some people and their their companies are not going to be able to make it or there's going to be a whole other industry out there or maybe the companies that have been longstanding, if they can innovate and adapt to technology and some of the new things that are going on out there, this is going to be a pivotal moment for all of us to be able to say, what can we do a little differently to adapt to the changes and, and unleash innovation? You know, that's the that's the word we've been using is unleashing innovation. So, Steve, and what are some things you're seeing out there with regard to technology and innovation that, that you think are going to be real opportunities for small businesses in America? Totally agree with that. I mean, just as after the Great Depression or World War II, our country was never the same. We did things differently. I believe and many people believe it's going to be the same this time. Uh, And that could take a while to figure out. But there will be a lot of new technologies coming out that are certainly more health focused than we had been uh, to help prevent because we have to assume even if we, when we open uh, the doors back up, there's still going to be COVID out there. And they're saying it could be with us on and off uh, for every flu season for a while. So mm-hmm. we don't know where that's all going to go, but there will be a bigger focus on that. But but one thing I did want to mention, and I, I neglected earlier, is uh, in addition to our resource partners, we have a great team in West Virginia at our two SBA district offices, the uh, West Virginia uh, the main district office is in Clarksburg, and uh, Karen Friel and George Murray are the uh, uh, director and deputy director yeah. for the operations across the state. We also have another office in Charleston. You can look those up online. Please feel free to reach out to your, our local SBA offices for information, not only on PPP or economic injury disaster loans, but also moving forward as to your point, Jim, as we're coming out of this, 
they're really going to have resources to help our small businesses in West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, recover. That's awesome. I, I really appreciate that. And we'll make sure we have links to all those websites in the show notes section of the podcast. Steve, I want to uh, take a second and, and just um, uh, throw a question from our audience. We've got a, a live Facebook question that came up and this person owns a small business and wants to know if, if, if you think that we'll um, you know, kind of flick the switch and everybody will be open at once or we'll have like a ramping up and maybe certain businesses, say for instance in a mall, might be open first and then we'll kind of see a gradual opening or do you have any sense of how that would actually go about or would, would come about? It's, it's a tricky question uh, and a very good question. Our hope is that once we uh, once a particular area, and it might not be the whole country at once, right? Yeah, right. But once a particular area, let's just say West Virginia, once the, the all clear or the currently clear sign, signal goes out, Everybody, I think, can open up. And I think we're going to see a lot of pent-up demand for a lot of services and products. Yes. I mean, people have been kind of cooped up, right? And, you know, there's a lot of things we got to get out there and buy and get services. And I know I got to get a haircut for one thing. <laughs> and uh, so I think there's just going to be a big demand out there. Yeah. And so we hope that that surge will help kick it off well. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of funny because... You know, one of the things I've been inspired by, honestly, and, and Steve, you're probably seeing this uh, in, in New York and across the, the seven-state region, here in West Virginia, especially in North Central, is the, the where I'm at. I'm in Morgantown, and, and, and what we're seeing is this, this outpouring of support for small businesses, like local restaurants right. and, and places of that nature that are really, you know, in, in hair salons. I had a... Um, a friend of mine owns a, a hair salon, and he's doing uh, drive-by color. So if, if you need your hair color, he already has it on file. He's mixing it up. You drive by, and he's going to show you uh, through a, a Zoom call how to apply it yourself. You know, I'm like, this is this is incredible, you know, and people are buying gift cards and so forth. So that's very inspirational. I do agree with you, too, once we uh, come out of this, that there's going to be a pent-up demand. So I do appreciate that and appreciate your insights as well. Our guest today, once again, is Steve Bulger. Steve is the regional administrator for the Small Business Administration in the Mid-Atlantic region. Covers seven states. He's out of Albany. He's been to Morgantown. He's been to West Virginia a lot. And Steve, um, I just want to say, you know, as we wrap up our our time here today, I've really appreciated you. Uh, What's the best way for people to learn more about you personally and maybe even get in touch with you? Uh, Well, there's information at our website, www.sba.gov. Uh, and you can reach me through there. Uh, there's portals on there and to all of our uh, offices across West Virginia mm. and the country, they're all listed on there. So that's that's really the best way to reach out. And I just want to say, Jim, thank you for what you're doing. And I want to echo what you said about what we're seeing. The most inspiring thing for me is across all these states that I'm, I'm uh, hearing about is the way Americans are coming together uh, as a people. This is what we do in a crisis situation. I know it's scary out there. I know there's a lot of concern, but you know what? We're going to get through this just like we got through past crises. And it's really, we're going to really come out on top. And I'm seeing America at its best, particularly with our small businesses right now. And I just want to thank all of them listening to your show for what they're doing and, and the 
faith we have in you and in our country moving forward. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Steve, you may be interested. I'll, I'll make this announcement real quick, too. Uh, on Monday, April 13th, uh, we're hosting a West Virginia small business town hall meeting uh, through Zoom, and it'll be streaming live on this channel as well, Positively West Virginia and Interaction Media uh, website as well. Uh, that's from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. We've got, I think, close to 30 people on that call, and then it's going to be live streamed, a Zoom call, which is kind of a cool thing. And really what we're do, doing uh, in that call is just bringing more information, hope, inspiration, and in ways that people can actually uh, help themselves um, and help each other. So I just wanted to give a, a little plug for that. Steve, uh, once again, uh, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing incredibly incredibly in, uh, valuable information to our audience, especially with the payroll protection program. I think we really covered that very well and, and answered some tough questions what I think are tough questions, and you did a, a great job on that. And I just want to say I really appreciate you and the SBA. God bless you, Jim, and your all your people on your podcast. Yeah. We're here to serve. Please reach out to us if we can help. Yeah, thank you. It is Good Friday, and it's hard to believe that Easter's just a, a couple of days away. And uh, so uh, God bless you too, Steve. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia Daily COVID-19 Business Briefing. My hope is that we brought you some valuable insight that you can use in your business as we all work to navigate these uncharted waters. I also want to take a moment to thank our sponsors, Positively West Virginia. Uh, they are the Insurance Centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues with these special edition briefings. Um, Monday at 2 o'clock, we have Anna Carrier. Uh, she's going to be talking. She's an entrepreneur. She's also with the WVU College of Business and Economics, and she's going to be on Monday the 13th at 2, and then at 3 o'clock we go into our live town hall meeting. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia. <laughs>